Hello, everyone. Happy New Year from Simply Nerdy. This is our first episode for the year of 2024. And guess what we're talking about? 2024. That's right. We're going to talk about all of our most anticipated uh, games uh, this year. So my first game that I am most anticipated for is The Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. I know we don't have to wait very long. The demo comes out like a couple days from the time of recording. So I got to edit this episode extremely fast. I'm <laughs> sure it's relevant for at least a day and uh, play this demo. Um, I've already uh, pre-ordered the game, uh, the deluxe version. I'm ready to go. I'll get it three days early, supposedly. I will be live streaming it. So stay tuned on our Twitch. I like the character design. I feel like he looks oh. very cool and I like his dreads. <laughs> yeah, and he looks sick. I'm not next to him. Artistically, I can appreciate his dreads. In person, I might be concerned. I don't know. <laughs> I like it. Right now, it's probably my most anticipated game, and it's awesome that I don't have to wait long for it. When it was revealed, I immediately was like, this gameplay reminds me of Metroid Dread. That is good. Yep. I need, more, I need more games like that. So um, after the most recent trailer, I... So I pre-ordered it. I was already, I was originally planning, like, maybe I'll wait for reviews just to be sure. But well, all the all the hands-on previews and everything that in the last few weeks were super positive. And so I'm ready. Uh, it's all they needed. I love it. Yeah. I'm, I haven't pre-ordered it yet, but I'm almost certain I'm going to pick it up. Because uh, I had the same impression as David. I, I felt like uh, it seems like they're... It seems like Metroid Dread was obviously their their inspiration. Uh, oh yeah, and that is one of the highest compliments I can pay it. And uh, what's more, I would say that it looks like they're trying to replicate Dread's uh, approach to quality as well as its gameplay style. And so I'm super stoked. I mean, you know, having another experience even remotely like Metroid Dread, much less you know looking pretty comparable to it, is is something I would not miss. So, love it. Love it. You know one thing I want to bring up about it that in the recent previews they were talking about? One quality of life feature that sounds amazing. I'm surprised yes. it hasn't, hasn't been in you know, any Midvania before that I know of. Is you can take a screenshot and like pin it to your map. Yes, I saw that. So that, that is awesome. Can't figure out how to get past something. You can just go back and look and be like, oh, I know what to do with that now. Yeah. Yeah. So being like, where on the map did I see that thing? Yeah, no, I now that they've come up with that uh, that idea, I want them to do that with every Metroidvania from here on forever. Yeah, it's got to be a standard. Imagine how, instead of backtracking forever, trying to, like Lisa said, find that random spot that you vaguely remember, it's going to be a game changer. It will be a game changer. It's such a simple thing, but, <laughs> but amazing. Powerful. Yeah. I got Luigi's Mansion 2 HD because I am the... I am the uh, horror fan of the panel. I think <laughs> I'm big into horror. Call Luigi's Mansion horror. But it's not. It's not horror. sure, but it's, it's Nintendo's horror, so it's, it's close. It's spooky, spooky. <laughs> but I love it. I love. I. I. Uh, I hope they bring over the original now, so we can have all the Luigi's Mansions on the Nintendo Switch. But I'm so excited for this one. I did enjoy Luigi's Mansion Two, and it came out on 3DS. I'm excited to try it again in HD, and I'm excited to see if Nintendo actually touched up those visuals a tad more. It's one where I'm I'm interested, but I can't imagine it being better than than the third one. I just, I love the third one. And uh, and I have a lot of nostalgia for the first one, so two is the one that I just kind of missed. I didn't have a 3DS. And uh, so maybe I'll give it a chance at some point, but it's, 
I don't know if it if it can beat my favorites. <laughs> That's fair. We have Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door. I am hyped for this. I've you know the panel here has just you know crazy um, feelings for the Thousand Year I'm Door. So excited, and so it's got me hyped. And I've I've played a couple of Mar- uh, Paper Mario games uh, here and there, but I am I and I haven't joined myself. But uh, being able to play the best in the series supposedly is going to make. A big difference on how I approach Which the series. Which one was your favorite of the others, though, Steve? Mine? Uh, the Origami King. Okay, I still haven't played that, so... Uh, Probably. Um, which was not the Well, favorite. this one is a lot more like a classic RPG, which is, you know, I like it. But anyway, I'm excited to be able to own it. <laughs> For a long time, I've just been like, why? I don't want to buy a GameCube. Just and, and I heard the, thousand year door, <laughs> and I heard the the uh, trying to buy the game is super expensive. You good luck. So yeah. this will be nice to get it at a reasonable price for everybody. For Paper Mario fans, this is the best thing that could have happened, and the least expected one that they would mm-hmm. remaster this game, release it on a modern console. You know, I loved it when I originally played it, and I feel like I want. I'm excited to dive back in and give it another chance and remember Here's why. Oh, Remember why it's everyone's favorite <laughs> in the series? <laughs> oh, sorry. I wouldn't necessarily call it everyone's favorite. The, the the fandom can be pretty divisive, but I will say that it's it's one of... It depends on your school of thought. I think it deserves to be the favorite, though. I, I think it's excellent. What I will say about the graphics is, that, to me, it's like the way I remember them looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. One, I have to like see a side-by-side to really appreciate fully appreciate the difference like the trailer the game looked amazing I, the, I, I wasn't looking at it and seeing an old game I was like this looks beautiful and yeah. uh, what I feel like I would summarize it as <clears throat> I feel like they took the beautiful like paper crafty feel of the origami king put it into you know a thousand year door but but didn't necessarily go with you know with the paper craft for paper craft's sake kind of kind of look it's almost more like I, I think Arlo probably put it best. I don't remember exactly how he said it, but he was like, you know, it's it's got that paper Mario feel, but it doesn't feel like paper for the sake of paper. Mm. And I don't know. I just thought uh, it 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 looks just as beautiful as I thought uh, the Origami King did. And uh, of of the the new style of games, um, which you know, we'll we'll not go too far down that rabbit hole. But of the new ones, Origami King is my favorite. So you know, to see that style brought to my overall favorite of the series is exciting. Beyond Good and Evil, 20th Anniversary Edition. Uh, David reminded me of this one. Thank you, David. <laughs> um, super stoked for this one. Uh, hopefully it looks as good as Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door, and it gets the same amount of love. Um, from Ubisoft, um, it leaked early or late, late last year. It leaked, um, which didn't look so good, but hopefully they'll, I mean, it was not supposed to be released, so we'll see what they do with it. But I'm just excited it's coming. They just so, say the one that leaked was was an early build. They confirmed that. So perfect. Um, yeah, I'm with you. This is one of my favorite games from. I think it was a Game, GameCube game, right? Originally. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it, it went to multiple platforms. It went to all thirty. Yeah, it was one of my favorite though on that on the system I played it on. <laughs> Agreed, GameCube, and it deserves uh, it deserves a, a beautiful remaster and and be introduced to new audiences. So. Yeah, hopefully it will like give it the springboard it needs to actually get a sequel. Agreed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but for sure. 
The next one is uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I'm uh, very stoked for that one. I really enjoyed the first one, and this one looks like it's it's kind of going for the bigger and better in every way kind of approach. <laughs> I mean, it, it looks like the the, the areas are going to be a lot more open. Looks like they're bringing some new combat mechanics, um, and even a little bit of the you know the synchronized attacks that they they kind of tried out in uh the the yuffie episode that was uh for the ps5 version only um <clears throat> so anyway looks like they're they're bringing a lot of interesting new bells and whistles and it, it just looks really cool and also um the director keeps on giving uh you know these little teases about we're really excited for you guys to see that scene and and when what we're what we did with it this time and, and i'm just sitting here being like are you going to do it differently? Because I know there's fans who won't like that. And then at the same time, I'm like, why would you make such a big deal out of it if it wasn't different? And so now I want to see how it's different, if it's different. Anyway, it's a storied game that looks like they're giving it uh, even more love than they did with the first one, and I'm very excited. And my wallet is going to be hurting very greatly between Prince of Persia and Final Fantasy VII within the next two months. So <laughs> that's that's kind of the the games that I'm really thinking about at this point. I've got a lot of you know, hopes for the, for the year. But right now I think those two are going to keep me pretty darn busy in addition to my backlog. But yep. Anyway, um, there's like some random games I'm interested in just because I've been interested in them for a while. Like the game called shim, which apparently still doesn't have a release date. Like I I'm not that. even predicting that one's going to end. I that one up, Lisa. And it does look pretty fun. I mean, yeah. Awesome. I think it looks real fun, but kind of lighthearted. Anyway, I am the pre the princess peach one. Look, just a lot of fun so i i'm excited for that one i was going to mention that one lisa it yeah. you know what it gives me it gives me kirby in the forgotten land vibes for some yeah. reason and like if it captures some of that same magic I, I i don't know maybe it's the fact that like she like puts on a different outfit and gets different powers it's a yeah and i kind of like the whole like like stage play aesthetic because it means that they can do a lot of weird different stuff and have it be like well she's in a play and this is how we did the set so you know this one's martial arts and this one's a random fantasy story um i feel like it gives them kind of a lot of artistic possibility and license i guess in a way where it's like you know i feel like there are mario games where like this one is Fireland and this one is cloudland but they're usually still like within their story niche a little bit more than like martial arts classic uh fairy tale i don't know you know so i agree i agree with you it does just that simple idea of it being a stage play they can do all sorts of creative things with it and yes it's one that i'm i will almost certainly be buying myself i think it, i think my kids will like it as much or more than i will so yeah. I'm, I'm pretty excited for it Let's see um that's where i'm at too david <laughs> i think my kids will like it more than me but i'm probably going to be getting this one too well, I am kind of a sucker for farm simulators, and apparently there's one where you can, like, turn into animals to do the farming. I'm really interested in that. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> so, um, is it? Uh, I'm going to have to look into that. I don't know if it's, like, out or coming out, though. So, apparently it's called Tales of Sweet. I can find Okay, so it does say 2024 release, and... They said, you know, that your day to, you know, you like, you know, there's the classic farming simulator things where you meet the townspeople and you 
blah, 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 and you do farming, but also you get to turn into animals. And I'm like, I like that idea. <laughs> anyway, that's, uh, I, I'm just trying to kind of bring up ones that I'm kind of excited for that we haven't really talked about because they haven't come up. But yeah. I'll just go through a few more of mine. Like I said, there's there's a lot of overlap because we're all, all these games look amazing. Um, a few, it's also looking like a fun year for indie games, to be honest, <clears throat> or similar uh, scope of games, I guess. Um, one, for example, is Braid Anniversary Edition. It's like one of the indie original indie darlings, <laughs> and I think it was like originally released on Xbox Arcade or uh, and you know I don't remember what it's called. It's apparently just this really great 2D platformer puzzler. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to this game called The Plucky Squire. It's just... Oh, yeah, that does look fun. It looks like a Nintendo game to me. <laughs> it looks very creative. It's like this 2D, 3D hybrid game. Um, like you, sometimes you're playing in a storybook and then you like pop out of it and suddenly you're in a 3D platformer. It reminds me, the, the concept reminds me a little bit of Mario Odyssey, how you can, hey, there's certain levels where you jump into the wall and then you're playing like a 2D platformer. Mm. So it feels like a similar idea to that, but even more creative. And it just looks super fun. So I'm excited for that one. I think coming in this spring, Suikoden remasters and Ayudin Chronicle. I put them together because like Ayudin Chronicle is basically like a spiritual successor uh, made by some of the same some uh, made by some of the developers that originally worked on Suikoden, I believe. And uh, Suikoden, these games are like super beloved RPGs that I had only heard about recently. I'd never played them myself. And if they if they turn out great, I'm I'm kind of excited to give those a try. Uh, this one, uh, there's a game called Little Kitty Big City, and it's this uh, is this adorable looking Lisa. Go play that. <laughs> This adorable looking 3D platform where you play as cats. Oh, and uh, it just looks cute and fun. There's, and then going over to PlayStation, there's a game called Grand Blue, Flan Grand <laughs> Blue Fantasy Relink. And it just looks like a very promising action RPG. I, I think when I first saw it, it gave me like Xenoblade vibes. So Xenoblade Chronicles and uh, mixed with Breath of the Wild or something. Yeah. Uh, and it looks fun. So it's one I'm keeping my eye on and seeing how it reviews. And finally, a recent reveal, Visions of Mana, like a 3D brand new, what do you call it? Series of Mana game? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know Anthony and Lisa were big fans of Secret of Mana. Yeah, they are both Mana fans as far as I remember. They played it way more than I did, but this, this new one that was recently revealed looks super fun. So it's on my radar. And that's kind of my list of of ones that, you know, it's kind of depending on how they review, but if they review as good as they look, then I'll want to play them at some point. So sure. that's my All right. Well, I think that wraps up our uh, most anticipated games of 2024. Thank you so much for watching. If we left out a game that you are most anticipating, that you are anticipating most, let us know down in the comments below. Please like and subscribe because it will always help us out. And it thank you so much for We're stuck in here. <laughs> Start us talking with you now. <laughs> Only your subscription will free us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And until next time, guys. Be good at learning. <laughs>